You have tuned in to the Lifted Lamb Radio, where Jesus is King of Kings and Lord of Lords. We hope you enjoy your time here as we preach and teach God's Word to try to help us all grow closer to Him. And if you don't know Jesus, we pray you get to know Him before it's everlasting too late. Praise the Lord. It's good to be back with everybody this morning. Woke up to the birds chirping, the sun shining. Here where I live, it's been a little cold, a lot of rain here lately. But woke up this morning with the sun shining through the windows and give God all the glory for that. You know, the Bible says that today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Well, can you rejoice and be glad when the sun's not shining? Why, sure you can. Can you rejoice and be glad when the rain's pouring down? Why, sure you can. Can you rejoice and be glad when it's freezing outside? Why, sure you can. Because today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. No matter what's going on, we can still rejoice. Bible says to rejoice, and again I say rejoice, knowing that he knows this thing a lot better than we do. He knows exactly what we need. He knows exactly what kind of weather we need. If it's rain, we need it. If it's sunshine, we need it. If it's cold, if it's ice, if it's snow, we need it. And we can rejoice and be glad in the fact that, that he's the one piloting this thing. He's the one that's got everything under control. But I do appreciate the Lord this morning. Just want to do a little a little preaching here this morning. Something that's been on my mind here for a few days or so. Just on the thought of just be yourself. Just be yourself. I know that that you've heard that, no doubt, in your walk of life many a times. Heard it on the radio stations, heard it on the TV stations, TV shows. that Tell folks to, to just be yourself. Be who you are. Just be yourself. And in a natural sense, yeah. Yeah, you just be yourself. But I looked at it through a spiritual sense. And the last thing that a born-again child of God would want to be is their self that their self is running their life see the Bible talks about how old things are passed away and behold all things are become new the life that we had before we knew Christ is not the life that we live after we have found Christ the Bible talks about your flesh the Bible talks about self Bible talks about pride. Last thing a born-again child of God would want to be is their self or be caught up in themselves. Just going to look at a few verses of Scripture here. It can be found in Romans chapter 8. 
Romans chapter 8 and verse 1. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin condemned sin in the flesh, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. The Bible says that there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Well, you say, preacher, who are these? Who are these that are in Christ Jesus? Well, those that are in Christ Jesus are the ones that have hit an altar somewhere, that have hit their knees somewhere, and asked God to come into their life. Somewhere in their point in time in their, in their life, they heard about this man named Jesus. They heard that he was virgin born there in that little town of Bethlehem how that God sent down his only begotten son into this world born there in Bethlehem Bible says as he grew he waxed strong in the spirit walked on this earth for somewhere around 33 33 and a half years gave his life on Calvary's hill he laid down his life for me and you he took our sins and nailed them to the cross this man knew no sin there was no sin in his life he took our sins the things that we deserve the torment the, the things that we deserve he took those he took the beatings he took the stripes he took the scourgings hung on that old cross gave up his life the bible says that he gave up the ghost went into the tomb and rose on the third day and is sitting at the right hand of the Father. At some point in your time, if you're a born-again child of God, you heard the gospel of Jesus Christ. And you took that word and took that, that gospel as truth. You believed that whatever, whoever told you, a preacher, whoever it was that told you, you believed that was true. The Holy Spirit convicted your heart, realized that you were a sinner and that you were lost. And wherever it was, if it was at church, at your house, or wherever it was, you got up and you asked God to forgive you of your sins. And the Bible says that he takes your sins and casts them far as the east is from the west, never to be remembered again. That they're thrown into that sea of, sea of forgetfulness, never to be remembered again. At some point in time, you did this and you became a child of God. You became a born again child of God. No longer living or no longer supposed to be living the life that you once lived, but now living a life for him you became a born again child of God the old things are passed away and behold all things are become new so he says therefore or there's therefore now, now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus those that are born again those that are living according to his word there is no more condemnation to those as long as you're living for him you see, we were already condemned. If we can wrap our mind around that, we were already condemned in this world. 
We were born in sin. We were shaping in iniquity. We needed somebody to redeem us back to God, and that's what Christ done. The Bible says that God sent his only begotten son into the world that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. You see, the world was already condemned. The world was already full of sin. The world was already, already past, past death was passed upon all men because of what Adam and Eve did back in the garden. The world was already condemned. He did not send his, his son into the world to condemn the world because the world was already condemned. But he sent his son into the world that we may have life. He sent his son into this world to give us an opportunity to be redeemed back to God. That we would have no more condemnation in this world. Because of what Christ did on Calvary's Hill, how he gave his life so selflessly for me and you. He said, no man's going to make me lay this thing down. I'm going to lay it down of my own accord. I'm going to do this on my own will. I'm going to give my life for this world. I'm going to hang on that old cross for this world. I'm going to take their sins upon my shoulders and I'm going to nail these things to the tree. See, he did this. The world was already condemned. We were already condemned. But because of Christ, we now have, have a way. We now have access back to the Father. And when you become a born-again child of God, His Spirit comes on the inside of you. The Bible says that we are the habitation of God through the Spirit. That's how He dwells in me and you, is through the Spirit. We were already condemned in this world. We were already condemned. We were born in sin. We were shaping in iniquity. But God says, I'm going to send down my Son my only begotten son, into this world to give his life for those that are condemned. No longer. Therefore, there is now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Just be yourself. A born-again child of God shouldn't be yourself. Yourself, your flesh does not want to live for God. Your flesh and yourself wants to go back to the way that you used to be. Go back to the way that you used to live. You are a new creature now. Old things are passed away and behold, all things are become new. The life that I used to live, I don't live it no more. Them old words that used to come out of my mouth, them old Cuss words that used to come out of my mouth, they don't come out of my mouth no more. That old beer bottle that I used to hold, I don't hold that no more. You say, preacher, you mean to tell me that you don't ever say a cuss word? No, I sure don't. You mean to tell me that you don't take a drink every now and then? No, I sure don't. Because when God saved me, he saved me to not do those things anymore. He saved me to be like him. That's what the word Christian means. It means to be Christ-like. It means to be Christ-like. The Bible says not to let these evil communications proceed out of your mouth. Have we changed tonight? Have you changed tonight? If you're claiming that Christian banner, have you changed? Are you still doing the things that you were doing before you got born again? See, that's what the Holy Spirit does. It will convict you of these things. You see, back in the old days, they had the tablets. They had the, the commandments on the tablets, on the stones. 
The Bible says that he's going to write these things on the fleshy tables of your heart now. He's going to put them on your heart. He's going to deal with your heart. See, God wants to, wants to change out of you. He wouldn't have saved you. He wouldn't have pulled you up out of that miry pit, up out of that clay. He wouldn't have cleaned you off just to let you go get right back into the mud. He washed you white as snow. He took your old stony heart. That's what the Bible says. You got an old stony heart before. But now he give you a fleshy heart. And on that fleshy heart, he's going he's gonna, to he's gonna work and he's going to move. He's going to mold you like the potter and the clay. Didn't throw it away. He didn't throw it away. But it continued to mold and continue to move. So he says, There is therefore now no condemnation of them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Your flesh wants to, wants to go back. Like we said, your flesh wants to do the things that it did before you became a born-again child of God. It's an everyday battle. You fighting your flesh. One of the hardest things it is for people to understand is you've got to tell yourself no. You've got to tell your flesh no. But walk God not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Not after the things of this world. The Bible says to love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. For all that is in the world are lust of the flesh, lust of the eye, and the pride of life. These things will drag you down. These things will, will get you bound down. They will get you back into bondage. Christ said, I don't want you to go back into bondage. I want you to be free. I want you to be free from the things of this world. The Bible says, whom the Son hath made free, he is free indeed. Not no ifs, ands, maybes, but you have been made free. Don't go back into the things and the bondages of this world. Christ has already made you free. Like we said, we were already condemned in this world. But because of what Christ did, God sending down his only begotten son, we have now been made free. And he gives us power. He said, I give you power above all the powers of the enemy. Well, who is our enemy? We know we have an adversary out there. The tempter, the liar, Satan, the devil, whatever you want to call him. He is our adversary. He's walking around as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. But God give you power over him. And he give you power over your flesh. Your biggest enemy is yourself. Just be yourself. In a natural sense. But in a spiritual sense, don't be yourself. Because yourself wants to go back out into the things of this world. It says, walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. If you jump down to verse 14, it says, For many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Don't you want to be led by the Spirit of God here tonight? Don't you want to be led by the Spirit of God? You've got to stop feeding the flesh and it's got to start feeding the Spirit. We use that old analogy a lot about the about you got two dogs. One a red dog, one a white dog. If you feed the red dog and starve the white dog and them things get into a fight, which one do you think is going to win? The one that you fed. The one that you fed. 
We've got to start feeding the spirit more than we feed the flesh so that we can be used and led of God. What do we know about our flesh? What do we know about self? Self is the me, myself, and the I. I'm the one running this thing. I'm the one doing these things. Back years ago, on people's cars and stuff, they had the old license plates on there that said, Jesus is my co-pilot. I don't want Jesus to be my co-pilot. A co-pilot is secondary. You've got the pilot and then you've got the co-pilot. I want Christ to be the pilot of this thing. I want him leading and guiding this ship. I want him leading and guiding this plane. With him being my co-pilot, that means that I know more than he does. With him being that co-pilot, that, that, that means I, that, I, that I know how to do this better than he does. Our righteousness is as filthy rags compared to him. He is not the co-pilot. He is the captain of this thing. We've got to get behind him. Follow him every step of the way. Because he is the captain. The Bible says that he is the author and the finisher of our faith. He is the beginning and the end. The Bible says there in John 1, 1, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, such as was the beginning with God. He's the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end. And he expects us to follow him. That's why Jesus told him, said, you've got to deny yourself. Deny yourself. Pick up your cross daily and follow me. It's a day-to-day walk with Christ. It's a day-to-day life to be a Christian. To see, a Christian doesn't take a vacation. They don't say, well, I'm going to go out here for living the world for two or three months and then come back and be a Christian. A, a Christian walk of life is every single day. When you get up out of bed, you set your feet down on the floor. You thank God that he woke you up. It wasn't the alarm clock that woke you up. It was God that woke you up. The Bible says that he holds our very breath in his hand. We don't take a vacation from this. But we walk it every single day, day of the week, month, year, until... Our time on this earth is finished. It's an every single day walk of life. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Walking after the Spirit. Bible talks about there in Peter about spiritual sacrifices. Sacrificing for the Spirit. But we're not to be walking after the flesh. I know that this goes against a lot of the doctrines that are out there today where it's just you come to an altar somewhere, you get born again, and that's it. You're good to go. You got your ticket punched. You're good to go. That doesn't line up with God's Word. God's word says there has to be a change. There has to be a change in your life. Whenever you got born again, whenever it was, you got your ticket then, but you have not got that thing punched yet. That's when you got the ticket. 
That's when you got born again. You will not get that ticket punched until you see our Lord and Savior face to face. You got to hold fast to confidence, firm until the end. Every single day. Not hit or miss, but every single day. You got your ticket. But until you see those streets of gold, that thing ain't punched yet. So you've got to continue on. Paul said, forgetting those things which are behind me, but I'm pressing toward the mark of the high calling. I ain't apprehended it yet, but I'm steadily going forward, steadily going for God, steadily going for Christ. Paul said, all these things that have befallen upon me, all the things that I went through, and you can read there about how he was shipwrecked a day and a night in the deep. How his many stripes, how he stoned, had he come in perils of his own countrymen. He was given a messenger of Satan to buffet him. He said, all these things have, have fallen out to the furtherance of the gospel. The furtherance of the gospel. Not being caught up in, in self. But you walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. But they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. Not minding the things of the flesh. You can read there in the book of John. I think it's around chapter 6. Jesus is trying to explain to them that he is the bread of life. That no man can come unto the Father except by me. No man can come unto the Father unless he is drawn by him. You just can't wake up one morning and say, well, I'm saved. You've got to repent of your sins. You've got to be born again. That's what he told Nicodemus. He said, that which is born of the flesh is of the flesh, but that which is born of the Spirit is of the Spirit. But Jesus was trying to tell him that he is the bread of life. No man can come to the Father unless the Father draws him. And many of the disciples that were there said, this is a hard saying. Who can hear it? Of course, Jesus heard their murmurings. And he told him, he said, the flesh profiteth nothing. It's the spirit that quickeneth. Your flesh profiteth nothing. Paul said, oh, wretched man that I am. Paul said, all that, it in, that is in me, that is in my flesh, dwelleth no good thing. Jesus said, the flesh profiteth nothing. It's the spirit that quickeneth. And that word quickeneth means to be made alive. It's the spirit that makes you alive. You see, we were dead in trespasses and sins. But when you got born again, your spirit got quickened. You became alive. You were made alive in Christ to walk after him and not after the things of this world and not after your fleshly desires. The spirit that quickeneth. And if you were to read on down, it said, And many walked away. Many went away never to walk with him again. Because of what Christ told them, they said, This is a hard saying. Who can hear it? And they walked away. But then he asked Peter, He said, Are you going to go also? 
And Peter said, where, where else, where else could I go? You have the words of eternal life. Where else could I go? Peter, could you not go out to the things of this world and find the words of eternal life? No. Peter, could you not go out and do these things and find the words of eternal life? No. Peter, could you not live the me, myself lifestyle, the just be yourself lifestyle, and find the words of eternal life? No. Because they can only be found in Christ Jesus. They can only be found in God's word. The words of eternal life. The Bible says that his word is steadfast. It is sure. And it will stand when everything else is on fire. When this world is coming down, you can hold on to God's word. When it seems like the, the sky is falling down on top of you, you can hold on to God's word because it is steadfast. The Bible tells us to be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. No matter what's coming down the pike, we can still go forward. No matter what's happening in this world, we can still go forward for Christ. But we've got to not walk after the flesh, but walk after the Spirit. Walk after the Spirit, because it's the Spirit that quickeneth here tonight. It's the Spirit that made you alive here tonight. Walking after the Spirit. Just be yourself. In a natural sense, yeah, that sounds pretty good. Just be yourselves. But in a spiritual sense, yourself does not want to live for God. Your flesh does not want to live for God. The Bible says there in Romans 8 and 6, it says, For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and, sp and peace. Life and peace. Don't you want life and peace here, here tonight or this morning? Well, it's about a little after 12 o'clock where I'm at. Do you want life and peace here this morning, this evening? You won't find it in the things of this world. You won't find it in living after your flesh. The only way you're going to find life and peace is living for Christ. Searching His Word. The Bible says that He'll give you peace that compasses all understanding. Those that are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. These are the ones that are in Christ Jesus. Not the ones that that are riding the fence. You got one leg in the world and one leg in God. It will not work that way. You've got to choose one. Joshua said, choose you this day who you're going to serve. Choose you this day, right here, right now. Make the choice. I'm going to Put away all these things of the world and I'm going to follow after the one that gave his life for me. Choose you this day, right now, who you're going to serve. He said, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord.
For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. And if children their heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ, if so be that we suffer with him, that we may, that way that we may be also glorified together. Just be yourself here this evening. But in a spiritual sense, just don't just don't be yourself. Be Christ like. Like we said, that's what Christian means, to be Christ like. Living after the Spirit. Like we said, God dwells in you, in me, through the Spirit. If we're not feeding that Spirit, is God dwelling in our lives? Think about that for a second. If we're not feeding it, is He really dwelling? We've got to focus more on what the Spirit wants. Praying. Lord, reveal to me your word that I can draw closer to you. Lord, reveal to me something that I can do for you today. See, God loves his creation. The Bible says that he formed man, formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into him, breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. But he formed man. He loves his creation. He knew that man would fall. Before the foundation of the world, he knew that there would have to be a way for man to be reconciled back to him. And he knew that it had to come through his only begotten son, Jesus Christ. See, he loves his creation. He wants to be with his creation, but he cannot dwell where sin's at. So he sent his son to lay down his life so that we could be reconciled back to him, so that we could live in the Spirit, walk after the Spirit, have power over our flesh, and have power over our enemy. He did all this for me and you so that we could have access to the Father. Didn't have it before, but we've got it now. So therefore, we'll close with that, that scripture that we've quoted. Therefore, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Like I said, I know this goes against a lot of the doctrines that are out there. But God's word is, is plain and simple. It's our guide. It's our road map. We've got to walk after the Spirit and not after the flesh if we want to see Him one of these days. But I sure do love you tonight or this evening. I sure hope you got a blessing out of this. And I hope it gets us to draw a little closer to Him. But until next time, may the good Lord bless you. I have found the way that leads to endless day. Yonder Thank you for tuning in to the Lifted Lamb Radio. We sure hope that you got a blessing out of this. 
because it sure was a blessing for us to be able to do it. Just trying to shed a little light to a world full of darkness. And until next time, may the good Lord bless you.